जय प्रभु पद 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 जय गुरुदेवा 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 जय गुरुदेवाप्रमनंदी जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस प्रभाचार्य श्रीमद ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णवृंद की जय नाम आचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिव सादिगोर भक्तविंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जय ब्रजभूमि वृंदावन धाम की जय मायापुर नवदीप धाम की जय जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय यमुना माई की जय तुलसी देवी की जय भक्ति देवी की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय शिष्य गौणिताय की जय शिष्य राधा वल्लभ की जय श्री जगन्नाथ बलदेव शिवदय देवी की जय गौर प्रमानंदी ओल गोरिश टू दिसम्बल डिबोटी हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू दिसम्बल डिबोटी हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू दिसम्बल डिबोटी हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू गुरु एन गौरंगा ओम ज्ञानतिमृंधस् जनंजनाशलाकाया चक्षुर्मिल तस्म श्रीगुरव नम नमो नमो महाबदमाय विष्ण प्रेम प्रदायत कृष्णा कृष्ण चैतन्यनामने गौत नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधा शिव सादिगौरभक्तविंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वंचकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधु पतीता पावनिभे वैष्णवयो नमो नम नम विष्णुपदाय कृष्णप्रस्ताय भूतल स्मृतिमाकृष्णगुस्वामी नाम नम विष्णुपदाय कृष्णप्रस्ताय भूतस्मृतिभक्तिदातस्वामी नाम नमस्ते सरस्वतीदेवी गौरवाणी प्रचारिण निर्विशेषुनवादी पाश्चातिदेशिणे ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय हरे कृष्णा सो वी आर स्पीकिंग फ्रॉम केंटो सेवन टेक्स्ट नंबर सॉरी चैप्टर नाइन टेक्स्ट नंबर ट्वेंटी फाइव प्रहलाद प्यूरिफाइज द लॉर्ड विद प्रेयर्स कूतासूर्तिसुख मृगतृष्णीशिषासूर्तिसुखा मृगतृष्णी केवदम केवलरहमशेषरुंजम विरोहा केवदम कलेवरम अशेषरुंजम विरोहा 
निर्विदयते ना तु जानो यदपीति विद्वहम निर्विदीयते ना तु जानो यदपीति विद्वन कामानलम मधुला भी समयम दुरापई कामानलम मधुला भी समयम दुरापई कुताशिशा सूर्ति सुखा मिर्गत्रिष्णी रूपा केवदम कलेवारम शेषरुजम विरोहा निर्विद्यते नातुजानो यद अपीति विद्वन कामानलम मधुला विहिसम यन दुरापई कुत्रसिसी सूर्त सुखा मिर्गत्रिष्णी रूपा केवेदम कलेवरामसे सरुंजम विरोहा निर्विद्यते नातुजानो यद अपीति विद्वन कामानालम मधुला वही सम्यायम दुरापई प्रभुस सुतासिता सूर्ति सुखा मिर्गत्रिष्णी रूपा केवादम कलेवरामसे सरुधाम विरोहाम निर्विद्यते तुम तुझानो यद्दी सुतसिशा सुतसुखा मिर्गत्रिष्णी रूपा केवलम कलेवरम से सरुजम विरोहा निर्विते तनजनो यदपीते विद्वान कामालायम मधुलवेशम यहम दुरापही कुत्रसिशासुतिशुखा मिर्गत्रिष्णीरुपा केवलम कलेवरम कसिशुद विद्यते तनुजुनु यदपीते विद्वन् कामालमधुलवेशम् यतम् दुरापहि कुताशिशासुतसिका मिर्गत्रिष्णीरुपा 
ಕಲೇವರಮಶೇಷರುಂಜಂ ವಿರೋಹ ನಿರ್ವದೇತೆತಾತುಜಾನೋಯದೀತಿ ವಿಹಂ ಕಾಮಲ ಮಧುಲವೈಷಮ್ಯಹಂ ದುರಾಪಹಿ ಮತಜೀಶ್ ಕುತ್ರ ಶಿಷಾಸುತೃಷ್ಣೀಪೇವರಮಶೇಷರುಂಜಂ ವಿರೋಹ ನಿರ್ವಿಧೇಯತೆ ನಾತುಜಾನೋಯದೀತಿ ವಿಂ ಕಮಾನಲಮಧೂಲವೈಷಮಾಪಹಿ ಕುತ್ರ ಶಿಷಾಸುತಿಶಿಖಾಮೃಗತೃಷ್ಣೀಪೇವರಮಶೇಷರುಂಜಂ ವಿರೋಹ ನಿರ್ವಿಧಿಯತೆ ನಾತುಜನೋಯದೀತಿ ನಿರ್ವಿಧ್ಯತೆ ತು ನ ಜನೋಯದೀತಿ ಕಾಮಾಧೂಲವೈಷಮಯುರಾಪತಿ ಕುತ್ರ ವ್ಯಶೀಷ ಬೆನೆಡಿಕ್ಷನ್ ಸೂರ್ತಿ ಶುಖ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿ ಪ್ಲೀಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಿ ಟು ಹಿ ಆಫ್ ಮಿರ್ಗ ತೃಷ್ಣಿ rupa exactly like a mirage in the desert kab where idham this kalevara body assess uh, unlimited runjam of disease viroha the place for gathering nirvidyate becoming set, uh, satiated ನಾ ನೋಟ್ ಟು ಬತ್ ಜನ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಇನ್ ಜನರಲ್ ಯದ್ ಅಪಿ ಓಲ್ದೋ ಇತಿ ಥಸ್ ವಿಧಮ್ ಸೋ ಕೋಲ್ ಲೆನಟ್ ಫಿಲೋಸಫರ್ಸ್ ಸೈಂಟಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೊಲಿಟಿಷಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಕಾಮ ಅನಲಂ ದ ಬ್ಲೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಫಾಯರ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಸ್ಟಿ ಡಿಸಾಯರ್ ಮಧುಲವೈ with drops of honey happiness samayan controlling durapai very difficult to obtain translation and purport by shila propat shila propat ki in this material world every living entity desires some future happiness which is exactly like a mirage in the desert where is water in the desert or in other words where is happiness in this material world as for this body what is its value 
It is merely a source of various diseases. The so-called philosophers, scientists and politicians know this very well, but nonetheless they aspire for temporary happiness. Happiness is very difficult to obtain, but because they are unable to control their senses, they run after the so-called happiness of the material world and never come to the right conclusion. So repeat after me please. In this material world, every living entity desires some future happiness, which is exactly like a marriage in the desert. Where is water in the desert? Or in other words, where is happiness in this material world? As for this body, what is its value? It is merely a source of various diseases. The so-called philosophers, scientists and politicians know this very well. But nonetheless, they aspire for temporary happiness. Happiness is very difficult to obtain. But because they are unable to control their senses, they run after the so-called happiness of the material world and never come to the right conclusion. There is a song in Bengali language which states, I constructed this home for happiness, but unfortunately there was a fire and everything has become burnt to ashes. This il illustrates the nature of the material happiness. Everyone knows it, but nonetheless one plans to hear of, or think something very pleasing. Unfortunately, all of one's plans are annihilated in due course of time. There are many politicians who plan empires, supremacy, uh, and control of the world. But in due time, all their plans and empires, and even the politicians themselves, be, were vanquished. Everyone should take lessons from Prahlad Maharaj about how we are engaged in so-called temporary happiness through bodily exercises for sense gratification. All of, our repeatedly, all of us repeatedly make plans which are all repeatedly frustrated. Therefore, one should stop such plan making. One can, one, yes, one cannot stop a blazing fire by constantly pouring heat upon it. One cannot satisfy oneself by increasing plans for sense gratification. The blazing fire is the Mahabhava Devagani, the forest fire of material existence. This forest fire occurs automatically. Without endeavor, we want to be happy in the material world, but this is never, this will never be possible. We shall simply increase the blazing fire of desire. Our desire cannot be satisfied by usually thoughts and plans. Rather, we have to follow the instructions of Lord Krishna. Sarv Then we shall be happy. Otherwise, in the name of happiness, we shall continue to suffer miserable condition. Srila Prabhupada ki. Hare Krishna, so this is the prayer from Prahlad Maharaj. How old is Prahlad Maharaj? Five years old. And he's giving such nice prayers. So what is the secret? There's a couple of lessons to learn from that. First is that we should not judge 
the advancement of a person by their age. Prahlad Maharaj is only five years old. Some of these kids that are in our society, they are much, much more advanced than a lot of older people. Isn't that right? Anybody sitting in this temple is more advanced because ultimately what this uh, verse is trying to say is that doesn't matter how much education you have, whatever you have, how, what, how big a scientist you are, how big a philosopher you are, in the end, everything is lost. Everything doesn't have any value. But somebody who is a devotee of Krishna, he has the ultimate knowledge or he's the path of that. So anybody in this temple, anybody who is a devotee of Krishna is more advanced, is better than anybody, any other philosopher who is not, who is running after material enjoyment. So we should actually respect that when we see devotees, we see somebody young, we don't, should not think that, oh, okay, I, I'm older, I have been in the movement for much longer and I'm more advanced. Because we don't know. Devotional service is different from Material things, material things, you get material, even in material things, you know, somebody is born in a rich family, he has all the opulences. Somebody born in a poor family starts much, much older. Somebody who is 80 years old is still poor, while a five-year-old could be a millionaire, you know. So we can see this in the material world. Same thing we should realize that in the spiritual world is the same thing. So we should respect that, that we should judge a person by advancement, not by material appliances. This, even though Prahlad Maharaj is only five years, these are transcendental realization. In the next verse you'll hear that Prahlad Maharaj prays very nicely, you know, I've been blessed. I've, I've been, uh, Lord Narsingadev has been so merciful that he put his hand on my head. And because of that, because of the touch of the Lord, we get this transcendental realization. So, how do we make advancement? What are the, some of the fastest way to make advancement? What are some of the, uh, there's three things mentioned, right? One is the association of the devotees. You take the dust of the lotus feet of the devotees, the spiritual master of the devotees. That's one of the fastest way. Right? The other one, take prasadam that has been accepted by a pure devotee. Isn't that right? So these are the things and you listen for, there, there are many ways, but the, these are the fast things, you know, you take dust from the thing, you take, uh, this is like, you know, um, you make very quick advancements in that way. So. So these are transcendental realization from Prahlad Maharaj. These are not ordinary things. He's only five years old, but the knowledge he's giving is beyond um, age. We, are all, we all want happiness, but the end result is suffering. So if you are in the material world, doesn't matter how hard you try, you know, whatever we do, how educated we are, we're gonna lose everything. Prabhupada said is that, um, in the end, you know, even those philosophers, you know, those big guys who had run the whole country, you know, they had empires. What happened in the end? They had to leave everything. So why run after something that we're going to go and lose it? If you are thinking of making an investment, 
If you, you know, would you make an investment? If you think about it, would you make an investment if you know you're going to lose it? Isn't that right? And this is whatever we are running after. We're going to lose everything one day because everything is temporary. What is it like? He said, deer running after water, that is actually a mirage in the desert. Have you, how many of you seen a mirage? So, I have seen it because in Fiji it gets very hot. Usually you see it on sand and other places when it gets super hot. But we see it on the roads in Fiji because that tarsil load, it gets so hot that the tarsil, you know, the black substance starts melting. And then when you look at, you know, look a little bit further when the roads are straight, you can see there's like a glittering just like there's water there. And this is what the deer see. So the first thing, the deer is thirsty. And then the second thing is it's so hot. And the third thing is, the deer is running after water. So already suffering because it's thirsty, already suffering because it's too hot. And third one is running in a hot weather when there's no water. And this is what our situation is. We have a body that is full of suffering. And we're trying to enjoy this. So we should stop running after this. Our situation is same. We are also running after material happiness where there is no happiness. So it's just like running after water in the desert where there is no water. We are trying to run after happiness. From material happiness there is no, where there is no happiness. People say, okay, I am here, just like I was in Fiji. And we said, oh, we've got a lot of problems there. There's a military coup here, you know. Fiji is not a good place anymore. Let's go to Australia. Now I'm thinking I was better off in Fiji than I'm here, you know. You know, there's more suffering here. There's, you know, if I was in Fiji, my house would have been paid off. I wouldn't have to worry about this interest rate and everything. You know, no mortgage. I would have retired by now because in Fiji, they retired 55, not 67. You know, uh, you don't have to make an appointment to go to anybody's place here. You have to be invited. A particular time has to be given. There you just rock up to your relatives and you're looked after. So which is the better of the place? But I thought the grass is greener on the other side. And that's what we are chasing after. We build our house with so much hope, but one day it gets bent. Well, that's what Prabhupada is saying, you know. How does it get bent? Now you might be thinking, oh, not everybody's house get bent. But let's think about this body as our house. Right? So how does this body get bent? Eventually it's death, right? But before that, yes, disease. You know, you get sick, so every day you're losing about it. Not only that, what about divorce? You build a nice house and it's taken away from you. You know, so many people build nice houses, you know, dream houses, and then divorce happens, they have to sell it, they have to sell Isn't that right? You build a nice company, you lose that. At one point I was counting, I had lived in more houses than the number of years I had lived on the, in this body. You know. I'm, I'm not joking, moving one house like, you know, back in Fiji, we live here, you live there like that, you know. So our body is this like house, you know. And this is old age, death, these are some of the things that gonna affect us. 
Uh, once um, Henry Ford's son, what is his name? Amrisha Prabhu. Alfred, right? What's his uh, Amrish Prabhu? Um, he was asked when he met Prabhupada for the first time. So Prabhupada, you know, somebody said, oh, this is um, Henry Ford's grandson, you know, just like a big introduction because he was a big person, you know. And rather than Prabhupada, then he's saying, he said, where is Henry Ford now? In other words, he's such a big man, where is he now? You know, you might be thinking you are a big person, one day you will be nothing as well. So this is our situation. Today we have everything and tomorrow we might lose everything. You know, so don't look at your current situation, you know, you've got a few houses, you've got, you know, everything, you've got money. Everything would be lost. Uh, it won't take a long time to actually lose everything. So how do we understand this knowledge? How do we do, learn this? We have to study the scriptures. So it's very Father has written so many uh, books, we should study about this. Because to understand this, one thing you have to understand is what basically uh, here we are talking about is death, that everything will be destroyed at one point. So we are talking about reincarnation. We are talking about the soul. So you have to go onto the level of the soul rather than on the bodily platform. So this is very important that we understand this. And if you understand reincarnation, that we're going to come back again and again, then you try to put a stop to it. Because what does it mean? We learn from our current situation, right? Are we really happy here? You know, I work from 12 o'clock till 10 p.m. Some of my colleagues work from 1.30 p.m. to 12.30. Uh, Some start at 3 p.m. to 3 in the morning. This is the daily life, you know. And all the time they talk about, man, I have to go back home, you know, I have to go back to India, you know. What they think, you know, it's going to become any better? No, it will be the same problem. It's just a different kind of problem. Because the problem is that we are looking, after, looking for happiness. And there is no happiness here. Right? So, <clears throat> this is not our first life. You know, this is, life has, we have lived many, many lifetimes. But... Do you want to continue this? This is the question you want to ask. So first thing you have to understand, we are not this body, we are this soul. The body finishes. We have been coming many times again and again. Looking at your present life, are you happy with it? Do you want to put a stop to it? And this is where the question comes is, how do we get to do that? Now, how do you believe, how do you know about reincarnation, you know? Putna in a previous life, who was she? Was she daughter or wife? Sister, okay. It could be either sister, daughter or wife, you know, one of those three, you know? I am not sure, I, I was listening to the lecture from uh, uh, one of the Maharajas and he said it, she was the wife. I have heard she was the daughter as well, and somebody said a sister. So one of the relationship, you know, <laughs> right. Now, when she saw Vamandev, Vamandev was so cute, you know, little kid, and what did she thought, what she, what uh, thought came into her mind? That she wanted to cuddle uh, him in, his, in her hands and breastfeed him, basically. But then, 
in the end, what Bamandev did was, you know, he took everything from Bali Maharaj, could be the husband, the father, or the brother, right? And, uh, and she got so angry, you know, he said, if I had a son like that, I'll poison him. Right? So she thought like that. Now, in, and when she came as Putna, now at that time, th this is the karma. So she came next life, and whatever desire she had, she got that got fulfilled. She appeared in Vrindavan as a mother, because she had the desire to be a mother. She breastfed Krishna, but she also tried to poison him. So you see how reincarnation, whatever you desire in your one life, it goes on to the next life. So the goal of Krishna consciousness should be pursued. What is the goal of Krishna consciousness? How to stop this cycle? Now you learn from history, you read from the scriptures, you listen to the uh, devotees, and you try to understand what is the goal of life. Do you want to come back again and again in this body and go through the same thing again and again? Or do you want to put a stop to this? So, what can give you this? Srimad Bhagavatam can give you this knowledge. There are a lot of scriptures. There are scriptures that are giving different kinds of knowledge. Srimad Bhagavatam is one that can help you get out of this. Why Srimad Bhagavatam? Because Srimad Bhagavatam is no different from Krishna. So if you want to get out of this material world, you know, um, somebody was asking, one of my colleagues was asking, you know, what is the difference between Hindu and the Hare Krishnas, you know? You know, I said, because he is from Sri Lanka, I said, what is the difference between Hindus and the Hare Krishnas? I said, Hindus are worshipping everybody, you know. They have, actually there is no Hindu, Hindu word in the scriptures. It's actually the people um, from one side of the river Sindhu called the other side of the people instead they couldn't pronounce Sindhu so they say Hindu. So that's how you know on the other side of the river which is basically they're called Hindus. Right? So he was asking what is the difference? The difference is I was explaining to him you know they are 330 million demigods. So in uh, in India, the Hindus, which is what we call them, they could worship any one of them. Most of them follow some follow point of the Vedic scriptures. But the Hare Krishnas have taken the essence of it. And their main goal is how to get out of this material world. To understand that we are the spirit soul, we are servant of Krishna and we have to get out of this. So in, in the end, Prabhupada said, what is the beginning? What is the beginning of our spiritual life? Sarv dharam paditija, maam ekam, sharnam bhaja. So the last verse or the conclusion of uh, Bhagavad Gita is that we should surrender to Krishna. And what is the beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam? What is the first pastime that is mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam? Mm, yeah, major pastime. When Ashwatthama tries to kill uh, Parikshit, and Uttara takes shelter of Krishna, and Krishna protects him. So that's basically the beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam. So where Bhagavad Gita stops, 
Srimad Bhagavatam starts. So, we are very fortunate. I was talking to Gopabindu Prabhu, you know. We have sold 179 sets of Bhagavatam, you know, in the last six months. The goal for the um, the world was 55,000. Um, was that uh, Silicon Valley, right? They did 3,300 sets. 3,300 sets of Bhagavatam was done by, yeah, this is not in India, this is, I'm talking about in, uh, in, in the West, you know. Um, who is that? Mahalakshmi did 40 sets of Right. So 20% of what we almost did, one person did it. And Gopava Brinda Prasipur said, we should increase the number, you know. I said, yeah, just train 10 people like her, you know, we left 400 sets of Bhagavatam, you know. You know? Eh? Yeah, that's it. But if she can do it, we all can do it. Isn't that right? So. So that's the goal. The goal is that at the end of our life, we should get love of Krishna. And Srimad Bhagavatam gives us how we can do that. The 10 cantos, the last canto is basically telling, you know, how the gopis surrendered, which is the topmost end of the love of Krishna, how to achieve that. But not only that, it talks about all the different rasas, how the seven saves the Krishna, how the friends, how Yashoda Maya and every. So depending on whichever ras you have, you can actually understand how to save Krishna. Prahlad is saying, stop running after material enjoyment. His father, Hirnakashpu, he did so much austerity. He was the most powerful person on the planet, apart from Brahma, Vishnu and Lord Shiva. And in the end, he lost everything. He said, I look at me, I can see he was such a strong personality. Now he's dying, dead there. You know, so in the end, Krishna will kill us all. In the form of Kal, in form of time. So it's not only Hirnakashipu was killed by Krishna, he, we will all die one day. Until we stop this, getting this material body and get a spiritual body, then we don't, then that process stops. Because this material body has a beginning, anything that has a beginning has an end. So I was telling my friend, our religion is not, not we are Hindus, we are actually Sanatan Dharam. Sanatan means something that has a beginning, there is no beginning and no end. But this body is not Sanatan, it is temporary. So whatever religion is in association with body is not Sanatan. The only thing Sanatan is the soul, that is us, our true uh, identity. Now, somebody asked me this question, so I thought I might as well answer this, you know. In my last class, um, I was explaining, you know, some people got upset and uh, some people were happy with what I said. But uh, I was talking about uh, building the temple in the West, you know. And uh, somebody asked me, what should we do? You know, how should we actually tackle this situation? Yeah. Um, 
generally people start blaming other people. But we should not blame anybody. You know. Everybody, if you put your shoes in, in, put your feet in their shoes, you'll understand where they're coming from. Uh, so, as I was saying, you know, we in the meeting we talk about building a temple. So, what we should look at now, having a logical mind. You know, when I gave a class last time, it was more like instant. You know, the problem was that um, I couldn't cook for everybody. Rather, Stami, they wanted a program in the West, and we didn't have the capacity to cook for. So I was a bit upset, you know. They, and people were asking me, why can't you provide us prasadam? So, you know, that was the reaction to it. But thinking about it, now, we have a problem here. The problem is that this temple is too small, right? Every festival time, when we look at it, when we come here, you know, and uh, there's so many people outside, they can't even enter. Radhastami, my wife came at 12.30, she could not enter the temple, it was so packed, right? She came back at 4.30, she just managed to get in. She said, one family were coming out, I quickly went in, you know. And then it was just so quickly, you know. So we have a problem. In 1975, as Gyanasamudra Prabhu said, when Prabhupada was shown this temple, he was so happy, you know. But he said, he was asked, what do you think of the temple? Prabhupada said, too small. Everybody was thinking this temple is such a big temple. But we can see that now. Right? So what we have to see is, my point was, I wasn't trying to offend anybody. And one of the things that was pointed out is that, as I said, that uh, Prabhupada's disciple built this temple. I was point, it was pointed out that not only him, a lot of other people were involved into that. So. I wasn't trying to give credit to anybody, I was just trying to uh, make a point that we need a bigger place. That was my goal. Right? So we'll have to see, if you really want to see how to do it, what we have to see is what are the problems we have now, here. First thing is the temple is not big enough, right? The other problem is we have got parking problem. You know? uh, the parking problem on Radha Astami, I was leaving, this is like 10 past 6. People were parked outside in the uh, permit zone, and they were already getting tickets. You know? And then we have got so much problem with the neighbors. Now, uh, my Guru Maharaj in uh, Houston and Dallas, what he did was, whatever money they got, they built, they bought land around it. All the land around it is actually owned by the devotees. Well, we didn't do that, right? And then I was talking to my sister in LA. I said, how many, uh, how many people came for Janmashtami? She said, about 700 people. LA is one of the first temples that was built by Srila Prabhupada. I said, Prabhupada's uh, Vyas Puja, she said, about 300 people. Now this is, I'm just talking, they own all the land around the place. But how many people came to the program? So, some places have different kind of things that are benefit. What is better? Having 20,000 people come to the temple or own all the land about, around the place? Yeah. So, we have to understand that whatever we did here, we did something right. right? Prabhupada uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Maharaj said that we would rather sell the bricks or the marbles of the temple to maintain a devotee. So, devotee is more important than all the material stuff. You know, and this is basically credit goes to our management, Anuruddha Prabhu, who has actually done this. 
Um, so many people came to the temple, you know, there's so many, why? If we are in a place like LA, you know, there's hardly any preaching going in there. That's why not many people come there. They have got some of the most number of disciples of Prabhupada there. But not many people come to the temple. And what is this? I was thinking about it. What is the success? Why are we so big on devotees here than other things? Now let's look at Sydney temple. Open same time as Melbourne temple. How many people were, uh, went there? Right. And the main thing is prasadam distribution here. I've been cooking for more than 23 years. Anruda Prabhu, the management have never stopped me from cooking whatever I wanted. Now they might complain about, oh, we have got financial problem, but they let me cook prasadam. And then one day actually, one Mataji, she was telling me, why are you cooking so much? Why are you cooking so much? And we cook opulent prasadam here, you know. I was telling somebody the other day, you know, if somebody is living nearby, you know, and they can come to the temple 10, 15 minutes, why won't they come to the temple rather than cook at home? Because the prasadam is so opulent here. And she said, why do you cook so much? I didn't say anything, you know, I just looked down on the, on the bench next to her. She had five stacks of <laughs> plates made, you know. I didn't say anything, you know. <laughs> and she said, oh, this is for my children at home, you know. <laughs> and I said, yeah, everybody has the same thing, you know. So this is one temple where you not only get prasadam, but you can take prasadam as much as, you know. This is one place, this one temple, I have seen people make plates and forget to take it. <laughs> you see in the, go in the kitchen, the plate is made, whose plate is this? Oh, don't know, probably somebody forgot, you know. You know, they make barfi and they put it aside and they forget about it because there's so much opulence here. And this is the main thing that uh, has actually brought us where we are. So this is better than anything else. You know, I love to eat, and this is why I came to the temple, and that's why I'm still here. Uh, and uh, so it is very important to understand this. You know, nobody is perfect, no situation is perfect, but I would rather be here in Melbourne than anywhere else. Okay, okay we're going to stop here. Any comments, any questions? Yes, bro. Oh, they have stopped charging for prasadam. Thank you very much for correcting me. Yeah. What was the reason behind it? Shifting management. Yeah. Prabhupada said we should give free prasadam. You know, um, money is not an issue. Once His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj was in the street. I don't know whether it was Europe in America, and somebody gave. 100, 100 pounds or 100 dollars US, you know, wherever he was. And he was so happy. This is early days. So he, you know, he told Prabhupada, Prabhupada, you know, somebody gave 100 dollars, you know. You know what was Srila Prabhupada's reply? Don't worry about the money. Krishna can give you whole of America. The question is, what are you, what are you going to do with this? So money and all those things going to come. And we look at Prabhupada. He's our founder Acharya, you know. What did he come with? What did he went with into Europe, uh, America? 40 rupees. He didn't even use that. So this is, you know, Radharani is here. She's going to take care of all this. She is 
in the origin of uh, Lakshmi. She's the, you know, so we shouldn't be worried about that. What we should do is take risk. We do whatever we need to do and Krishna will provide for that. Thank you Prabhu for correcting me there. Any other comments or any other questions? And Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhu, you mentioned whatever we desire, we have, we get that in the next destination, in the next life, as you mentioned of Putana. Um, but Prabhu, we see sometimes we have the desire to preach. So does that mean we don't get Goloka? Because in Goloka, we can't really preach. <laughs> Who said we can't preach? We can go to Goloka when Krishna comes here, you can come and preach as well. But now you have to understand what is Goloka. What did Srila Prabhupada say about this temple? This temple is Vrindavan. So wherever Krishna is, see we have to understand this. There is nothing but Krishna and his energy. Either we are in the material world or in the spiritual world. If you see Krishna everywhere, we are in the spiritual world. If we see, we try to actually imitate Krishna, then we are in the material world. So there are some people who are very compassionate. And those who are compassionate come and preach, like Srila Prabhupada. So, which one is more fun? Now you have to decide, you know, if you want to preach, and you can preach. Uh, I was listening to Maharaj, he said that, yeah, you want to preach. It's, it's a very nice, you know. But first get out of here and be become pure, you know. And when you go back to God, and then I say, Krishna, hey, when next time we have a mission, can I go, you know. Then you can come as a pure devotee and then come and preach. But the first point is become pure, get out of this material world. Um, people from the spiritual world always come. They come here to take, you know, who are the Vishnu Dutas? Right? They are the ones who come from the spiritual world and take people away from here. So, they are preaching as well, you know. You know just like they, they were preaching to Ajamil. So, we can preach. Any other questions? So, don't worry. Yeah. Thank you, Tavish. Thank you. Any other questions, comments? Yes. Why do we need speakers? Um, you have to ask the management, you know. No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a recurring thought since I was a child. Yeah, yeah. We Why do we need speakers when there's so many people here? It's basically... Yeah, you are right in a way. But a speaker is mostly for the person who is leading so that others can listen to it, you know. True. And then others can follow that, you know. 100%. Yeah. I'm talking about this specific time. Yeah. Without any speaker, yeah. it's perfectly audible. Yeah. If we are praying, yeah. it's the same chanting that's yeah. going on. Yeah. No, no, I totally understand what you are saying. We have online viewers, and at the moment 50 people are watching online. So it has to be connected to that and it has to relate live music. So we have 50,000 subscribers, so all over the world they are watching right now. And, and, and 
Yeah, so the mic is connected to the speaker where the sound system is up there. And as Prabhu said, you know, so we, there's so many people, 50 people watching online at the moment. Yeah, so uh, that is one of the reasons in there. But I know what you are saying. I had, um, this is way back, I'm talking about somebody came for Janmashtami and the speaker was so loud here and the kid started crying and the father got very upset you know he said it's so loud here you know it's already loud here you know so uh, probably you know when we are doing kirtan and things like that we should be you know just reduce the volume a bit or something you know the only semblance i get when an answer i had asked this question when i was little to my grandfather and he he was praying at that time he was like let me come back to you mm. when he came back he said Maybe they think that if this play with the speaker, it will reach faster. Could be. <laughs> so, I wanted to get a better answer, probably. You know, sound travels. That is true. You know, you pick up your mobile phone and you talk to somebody in India. The sound travels, you know. So that's why they said when you actually do Harinam, this sound travels throughout the universe and every place gets purified, you know. So, yes, uh, the louder you chant, you know, it's just like Haridas Thakur said, you know, chanting to yourself and chanting loudly, loudly is better because it's hundred times more potent. Why? Because others can listen, you know. So, uh, what is the true reason for it? Um, it is there, people use it. You know, but as for classes and things like that, we need this because yeah. there are a lot of other people. But when we have, you know, 100 people in here, do we need a sound system or not? Uh, don't know. But at the same time, when you have 100 people here, the leader has to actually lead so that others can listen and follow as well, you know. So there is any reason for that. Okay. Any other comments? Any other questions? Yes, Prabhu. Prabhu, I uh, know that, uh, of course, book distribution and prasadam distribution goes side to side here in this temple. Both services are going well, very well. My question is, what is more important in terms of uh, uh, preaching? Both is. Now you look at, um, I'm just giving an example, right? Um, in LA, for example, that's my sister is there, so I know what's happening, right? They do preaching quite a bit. They do book distribution. They have been doing book distribution for ages. Why aren't people coming? You know, I, for my example, you know, Prashadam is, just like Prabhupada said, you know, Prashadam is the most powerful thing. You feed people first, you know, just like once, um, Srila Prabhupada wanted Tamal Krishna Goswami to actually distribute books in Europe. And he, they had a quota, like 10,000 copies they're doing. And Prabhupada wanted him to do 50 copies. So what Prabhupada did is, he organized a lunch for him, right? And he, he asked Prabhupada, uh, Tamal Krishna Maharaj, to sit on the same table, you know, taking prasadam. In, and he was telling him, give him this, give him this, give him. And when he had completely taken, you know, nice prasadam, then he said, okay, uh, this is my proposal, you know. And Srila Gurudev said, I had just taken so much prasadam, how could I say no, you know. And Prabhupada said, this is how you do business. 
you feed person somebody and then you give the philosophy. So I think prasadam is very powerful. This is a uh, result of whatever we are giving, getting here is mostly, you know, um, uh, how many people came for Janmashtami in Sydney? Any idea? Few thousand, you know, and what what is the difference from here and there? You know, the main thing is they have been saving prasadam for such a long time, you know. And at one time, I'll just give you an example. At one point, there was some discussion that they sh the management should decide what the menu is because it was getting expensive. It was during the COVID time, so I said, okay, you guys make the menu and you give me whatever needs to be cooked and I'll cook, right? You tell me what you want, I'll tell the quantity. And then one, two festivals, you know, um, Andruda called me and he says, what is, why is the standard of prasadam gone so low, you know? And I said, you guys decide to make the menu, you know? So he said, but this is not your menu. I said, no, it's not my menu. I said, this is the menu I said. This was my suggestion, so I gave my list. You know, said. He said, don't listen to everybody. You do whatever your, your menu is right. You know, We can't. Uh, so he also was very particular that the prasadam was very, very opulent. You know, and that's one thing attracted lots and lots of people here, you know. You know. So, to what degree? Uh, like obviously in this uh, temple lot of prasadam distribution happens Prabhu but to what degree we should actually also continue in future because uh, when the people goes lot like increases then it will be an issue so uh, how this can be managed the best best manage we need a bigger temple we need a bigger kitchen so people can come we can save more and more as I said, 45,000 students came to Australia from India this year, and most of them want a place for worship. You know, we had 7,000 people in the West, where it wasn't fully advertised. But just imagine how many people going to come next year. So, it is our responsibility as the uh, initial devotees to actually provide that facility. And that's what we have to do. You know, we cook for probably about 3,000 people by lunchtime on Radhastami, but that wasn't big enough, you know. We need to cook for 10,000, 15,000 people. We need, you know, facilities like that, you know. So as long as we aspire to do it, Krishna will provide. The problem is our desire, you know. He has everything, you know. Everything belongs to Krishna. What does, you know, what can't He give us? As Prabhupada said, you know, He can give us all of America. What are you going to do with it, you know? It's, it's our desire and we have to walk to it. As I said earlier, you know, we have to take the risk. You know, we have to, Prabhupada said, you know, I am for the moon, you know. Worst case situation, you'll get a star, you know. So we have to aim for big and at least we can get something there. You know, this is something that we need to do, you know. And now Krishna is forcing the hand of the management to say that, okay, we got a problem. This is the first time where they're saying, okay, we need to actually get something in the West. We are trying to actually uh, get people away from this here. You know? But these are all temporary solutions. We need a permanent solution. And somebody has to do it, you know. Do I have, you know, as I said, you know, who has the most to lose? You know, people who have young kids. Do I need to 
Is my interest fully in there to build a big temple? Not really. I'm being honest here, you know. I, I got service here. Radha Ballava is my life and soul. Doesn't matter where they are, I'll always come to them. You know, I got service here. I can, you know, I've done a lot, you know, I'm coming to that stage where I want to come and sit down and chant and go, you know. But the young people, you've got most to lose, you know. You are the guys who have to do it, you have to take the mo We can give you advice, I can talk, you know, I can talk until the cows come back home, as they say, you know. But somebody has to take that. I'm only answering the, uh, I only brought this up because quite a few people ask me this. What do we do, you know? So I thought rather than telling everybody, I said, okay, just listen to my next class, I'll try to cover that, you know. So that, that was the point, you know. I know everybody may not agree with this, or some will agree with this, you know. But, as I said, you know, we have to do this. It is necessity, and, the, and we have to take risk for Krishna, and this will become, you know. So, that's it. Let's finish our class. Thank you very much. Um, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shri Gaur Nitai ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Ballava ki jai, Jagannath.